On the pillow next to me was a severed head <laughs> with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The One of the female night workers found herself targeted by this malevolent force. Without warning, a massive fire extinguisher was hurled at her, endangering her safety. They are fucking huge as well. She was <laughs> definitely going to die. Where's your hymen, you knobhead? <laughs> Where a fucking hymen? Welcome to episode 64 of Ghost You've got no idea how long it took us to find out what number it was, because we should know straight away. Ghost Hunts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did I not do that? No, no, you're grand. Uh, you're, gra- you're grand. No, you're grand. Um, by now, you will have absolutely heard me. This Today is the day that me and Susan... We're kind of like in the past now. We're about an hour away from going to see our billboard, which we'll, you will have seen all over I Instagram. am going to scream and then die. I nearly crashed my car when yeah, I found Yeah, dead. We're going to die. <laughs> We've got a fucking billboard. We've got a billboard. Got a billboard. Our faces in HD above view. Above, yeah. View Leicester Square. Leicester Square, all the fucking... Um, what's it happens? The premiere. The premiere. Premiere. The premiere. The premieres. We're basically having a premiere. We're basically the Kardashians now. Yes. Um, so we're going to go and have a little photo shoot beneath our billboard. And then uh, the billboard runs till Sunday, which is like, what are we today? Friday. So we've Friday. got three days of that being up. Um, I'm going to camp out there. You should. I want I want a live feed. I might go uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Can you FaceTime me? Yeah. Why not? I want to, you've absolutely. Like, why the fuck not? Why not? You've got to. My levels of narcissism know no bounds. I'm probably going to spend an hour outside that billboard today. Oh, I'm not leaving Let's until have a look. someone we're drags gonna, me off. We're going to get a look, one of those mini Prosecchis. We should. Each. We should. We should, should we toast do a under carry it. From Sex and the City. And then it got me thinking. We're amazing. And then it got me thinking. I'm on a bus and my there's a dick in my <laughs> mouth. Do you remember? Because they drew a dick in her face. <laughs> But she stood at the bus stop with her mates and a bottle of little mini champagne. Um, yes. Also, how, can I just um, tell the listener, Hannah, you can just do what you need to do. I'm going to tell a story. Um, Hannah really made me laugh because um, Lewis, our, our guy at Spotify, just crept in after Hannah. And she jumped out of her skin and went, Where a fucking bell, Lewis! And it actually made me die. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I'm this dying. isn't. You are dying, but it really made me laugh. I've never heard that. Wear um, a bell. Phrase. Get a fucking bell. Wear a bell. Wear a bell, you knobhead. It's just the funniest thing I think you've ever said. Yeah, ever. Wow. Ever. And I've seen Wowie. your comedy, but that. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Wear a bell. I've just. I. I wish you hadn't told me that was a thing. So I was like, God, Hannah, you've just. That was. That I was very I'm quick. Sure it is. I don't know. Wear a bell. Maybe I have made it up. That'd be. A, I'd be really pleased with that if I had. Wear a fucking bell. Wear a bell. It's just such a good slur. 
Yeah, it's like oh, it's not offensive about. in the slightest, but it sounds angry. It and sounds aggressive. so good. Yeah, it's, it's offensive. When someone pisses me off, I'm like, oh, fucking wear a bell. Fucking wear a bell, you weirdo. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got a billboard. I was going to say, we've got a bellboard. We've got, we've yeah, got my, a bellboard. My mum called it something yeah. um, really old fashioned. She was like, oh, is the hooker up? And I was like, she didn't call it hooker, but it's like a hoarder or a hoarding. A hoarding, I think. Excuse me. I know, I need see. to look. I know, excuse me. We're not in 1820s Germany now. Um, hoarding. I've just looked up hoarding and it's like, it means when you gather things. Hoarding billboard. Hoarding right, meaning billboard. Um, a couple of old women. A billboard, also called a hoarding in the UK and many other parts of the world, is a large outdoor advertising structure. Oh, we're part of the large outdoor advertising structure. But she kept saying it. So you know when someone doesn't like back down from explaining, so she yeah. went, a hoarding. I went, what? And she went, a hoarding. Yeah, a what? A hoarding. And yeah. I was like, if you keep saying hoarding, yeah. I'm not going to understand anymore. Yeah. Also... This is another joy of living at home. I um I had my you know my funky fucking orange sunglasses, <coughs> which yes. I wore when I had my microneedling. Big, Big yes. fan, right? Mm. Um, I uh, I waved goodbye to the rents this morning mm. on my way to the podcast today, and uh, my dad went, uh, "Are those going to be a permanent fixture for the summer?" <laughs> and I went, "What my sunglasses?" He went, "Yeah, they look ridiculous." Oh my! I said, "Well, God. have a good day." See you later, Roger. Thanks, Roger and Lucy. Cheers. Have a great time think, being alive. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. And then I just walked out like, this is this is where yeah. I'm at. This is yeah. where I'm at. Everyone's got an opinion. Oh, my God, I've got oh, a front wedgie. I've got a front wedgie. Oh. oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've got a front Oh, my God. I nearly ripped my labia. It was just nearly ripped off. <laughs> Have you never had a front wedgie before? I don't think It was so. like my clitoris has been strangled. <laughs> Some people pay good money for that. <laughs> I don't know whether she's actually a bit aroused, and I think that's no, worse. No, no, no. I had to. I was like, oh my, in my head, I was like, you're going to pull that oh. out in front of all the people that listen and watch this podcast. But I had to do it. I had to pull out my pants from being strangling my clitty clitoris. on a plate. Do you know what? It's the fucking morning. <laughs> she's getting litty with the clitty. I've already had my clit strangled. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. If I wasn't barren before, I am now. Pants were places that no one on? should ever go. I need to be higher. Oh, look. oh, oh my gosh. There we go. I need you know what? I'm gonna buy some new bras. But anyway. I've um I was just thinking the same thing. I've yeah. found I've I've put my hat on, but I think I maybe dropped like a black currant licorice sweet in it at some point because it's all a bit gross. Do you wanna say your funny thing about sorbets? No. Okay. <laughs> no, me neither. No, okay, fine, no. just very quickly. Uh me and, it was not funny. Me and Adam had an Indian takeaway the other night. And I was like, oh, do you know what? They've got sorbets on the menu. I love <coughs> a sorbet. Sorry, I'm also yeah. very ill. I love a sorbet. So we ordered a sorbet. Adam brings in the food. I was changing the bedding. So I was like, put the sorbet in the freezer. And he was like, okay. So I came out. We had I hadn't seen the sorbet at this point. So we had our meal. And then I went, oh, we've got sorbet. So he'd ordered an orange one because he's a numpty. And I ordered the lemon one because obviously that's going to be the most delicious. Yeah. So he brings it to me in my ghost mug, right? Mm, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lemon popped, a whole lemon popped on top of the ghost mug in a spoon. And it was just the weirdest thing I'd ever been presented with. Because apparently they just stuff the sorbet into a hollowed out fruit. Yeah. And Adam said, <laughs> that's literally how they've always been. Pre- I've never had a sorbet that's not been presented to me in a hollowed out sw- fruit. I, well, listen, he lives on another fucking planet, though. He's outraged. And then, but no, but a couple of people have gone, of course. Actually, somebody was, because we had this Instagram, we put it on Instagram for some fucking reason, because we're pathetic. And his friend, 
responded to his being like, what? She's never had a fucking sorbet. And I was like, why am I being attacked? I've, this ne- thing that isn't- well, I've never had a no. fucking sorbet in a fruit. But then again, you do live under a bin. I do live in a bin. So yeah. more cultural references aren't to be. Yeah, you, I, I just- You've never had an ice cream out of a penguin. Ice, ice cream? <laughs> ice cream for ice cream. You've never had an ice cream out of a penguin. No. And that is weird. Anyway. Good. I'm glad we that we had this chat. Um, yes, please. Shall we tarot? Shall we tarot? I would like to. I'd like to tarot. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you're drunk. I have had a lot of cough syrup. Okay. Yeah. No. Do you remember this time last year when I'd I like the vibe it gives syrup. you, so I'm going to feed you with cough syrup every year. Do you remember episode? that time I overdosed and started to... Overdose? <laughs> overdose? Overdose. Do you remember that time I overdosed and started talking about orgies for ages? I think that was like episode four. Um, okay. Right, what are you saying? I've got the book at the ready. Do you know what? Since I got my spell book yesterday, I feel very witchy. Oh, yeah. By the way, we got very witchy in Epping Forest yesterday. And that... Uh, what is it? The Emperor. Oh, honey. I don't think we've ever had the Emperor. Oh, he's like Dumbledore, isn't it? Oh, he's fit, isn't he? Look at him. White fox, silver fox. White fox. <laughs> Arctic fox. Okay, the Emperor sitting on his throne with a scepter and globe in yep. each hand represents stability, yeah. which you ain't got. No. Rules you don't, we follow. don't follow. And authority we hate. Yeah. Um, Fuck the police! <laughs> Fuck the Fuck police! Fuck the popo! <laughs> I've never said popo before. Popo. Fuck the popo. Fuck the popos. Um. Fuck the pope. Mm, somebody else. Has, really? I thought he was a virgin. How is anyone going to check? Yeah, well, exactly. Where's his hymen? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where's your hymen, you knobhead? <laughs> Wear a fucking hymen. <laughs> Every symbol on this card is representation of strength and power. The emperor may be old and wise. Hey, listen, Excuse I'm me? feeling old, definitely, but not wise. I am feeling um, old. But he is strong and stubborn and represents the result of taking firm Stunning. and deliberate action. Stunning. Put it on the little... That's literally brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Can't, couldn't have got better no. than that. I think you've absolutely nailed it. Thanks. Okay, would you like to hear the second part of Dear David? Now, if you didn't remember, I'm going to do a little um, sum up because we had a break with a listener story special. Yeah. So the first part was um, a couple of weeks ago. Right, that's and why I can't remember, isn't it? Exactly, sure. Not the oncoming dementia. Um, so Dear David was like, he was uh, this guy who's live tweeting about oh, a haunting yes. in his apartment. Right. And he thinks that there's this sort of nugget boy at the end of his oh, bed. Oh, of course, he's got a nugget head. He's got a nugget head, nugget boy. Oh, of course, how could I forget <clears> that? And um, he's live tweeting, and I brought my laptop in because mm. it wasn't loading on my phone quick enough. Mm. Um, and he basically keeps having weird dreams. He keeps thinking he can see David. He thinks that um, his cats are like scrabbling at the door and he like takes Polaroid pictures of oh, the outside yes. and it looks dark. And he has this weird dream <coughs> of like going around this empty warehouse. Anyway, one day he says he walks to the coffee place. I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I've lived in the neighbourhood for over four years and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today, it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. This is where we got to. Well, almost empty. I went inside to look around because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green 
future. If you, oh, green. Because like, it sounds like one of those school ones. Mm. If you recall, David first appeared in my green rocking chair. Oh, yeah. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. On my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It remained, it's remained shuttered since. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening and more frequently. So I don't know. Anyway, it was a strange weekend. Then an update. There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10pm, I was confused. They began a new routine. Hover around the door at 10pm, cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's wrong. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I started getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. And he's put a screenshot of no caller ID, no caller ID, no caller ID, no caller ID. You'll notice that I answered once, yesterday. Since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling. So I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electrical static sound very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. Oh, with him snoring. <coughs> I didn't say anything, I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped. There was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing just on the phone it was so <coughs> faint but I can't be sure my heart was racing so it was hard to hear then just as I was about to hung up hang up I heard a very small voice whisper hello oh <laughs> hello he sounds like those people that were in the washing machine hello hello sounds like salad fingers <laughs> yeah my rusty spoon hello Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello. A flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because it was, I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing here. And that's what I'll keep doing. Next day. So I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It's been in various parts of the living room ever since. I should probably get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going on holiday to Japan in three weeks, and I keep thinking if I can make it to this trip, this will all end, as dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me when I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week I brought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want and it runs 24-7. It also alerts you to sound and movement via, via an app. I blacked out the company since I doubt they want to be associated with ghosts. And he's put a screenshot which says, motion detected from sound detected from and that's obviously the company name 
In any event, I decided to test it out this weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. My phone pinged periodically throughout the evening, alerting me to the cats running around and playing, normal stuff. Then, around 11, it alerted me again that it detected motion, but when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time, and finally noticed something. Watch the chair. I don't want to press on this. What, is there a video? Oh, God. Oh, fucking hell. I'm watching, I'm watching a fucking rocking chair. Moving like, on its own. Mm -hmm. Show me. Ugh. Spin it, spin that bitch around. Where's the rocking chair? There. Is it moving? Mm. All right, here's my, here's my, I'm going to debunk it like immediately. I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm going to debunk it immediately. Look at it. Go on. Cats jumped on it and jumped off. True. Okay, fine. Debunked. Debunked. Done. I knew it couldn't be the wind because I haven't had the windows open at all this summer. I have AC and I like to keep it chilly. It was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then, so I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic. About half an hour later, I got another motion alert. Here's the feed of that alert. If you missed it the first time, like me, look above the chat. A shelf it's a little turtle shell that I hung on the wall yes I know it's weird to own a turtle shell but my family lives in Montana and I picked it up last year at a native trading post okay listen we're just gonna fucking <coughs> skim over that I assume that? it's a dead turtle yeah, yeah I hope fucking so otherwise this guy's a twat since I've been back home I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on and today's been pretty quiet that said I feel really uneasy I put the chair in the hall I hope nothing else happens tonight a week later. It's happening again. I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's movement and sound, as you know. I was going over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. During the night on Saturday while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first. But then, after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. I don't think it was a bug or anything. Maxwell doesn't react like that with bugs. He just eats them. Something spooked him. What's more, I almost never get bugs. I've seen maybe three in all the in all the years I've lived here. What are you, what are you talking about? You don't have bugs? Yeah, I think he keeps quite Jeez. a hermetically sealed apartment, you know? Jesus. <clears throat> anyway, the next night, the camera recorded a couple more strange videos. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this on and off for hours I don't know I'm not going to play it because I'm too scared he'd sit up on his no you've got to play it no I mean, he's describing it oh right okay he'd sit up on his hind legs and peer around as if looking for something or looking at something this is odd behaviour and I can't come up with an explanation for it especially because of the next video here's the final video the camera recorded that night mm. oh Jesus oh that's really weird what Oh, that's what? really weird. I'm going to play it. Okay, hang on. I can't see you that far come away. Over, eyes, come over, come over. Okay, hang on. Am I coming? I'm on my way. Help is on the way, dear! What am I looking at? What is that? So that's his cat, look. Oh, yeah. That does look like cats. And then it suddenly stands up. <gasps> that's weird. The cat is, like, literally stood up. As if it's, it's like it's leaning on. Oh. oh my god! That's a bug. That's a fly. It's pouring at something no, in midair. It's, it's not a fly. It doesn't have it's any flies. Fly. Fuck me! Fly. 
Honestly, that... Okay. I know that you're listening and you can't see this fucking video and you just nearly fell to your death. But imagine a cat just suddenly standing up and swiping at midair. I think it's trying to kill the nugget boy. No, that's a fly. He said... Oh, my God. He says, I suppose there's a chance it was a fly. Yes. But honestly, I never get flies. Oh, my God, you're talking shit. <laughs> so that seems unlikely. There are unlikely. flies everywhere. I just can't shake the feeling that something no. has made its way into the apartment. <clears throat> it's odd behaviour from Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. I've been having so many nightmares recently. They're way more intense than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was lying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head (laughs) with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed, What happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk, if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I went to a bodega. Oh, a bodega. A bodega. We're gonna uh, spend some time in the bodega. <laughs> what the fuck is a bodega? a bodega? Is that like a Mexican pub? Uh, I thought it's a pub. Of, it's like a it's a pub or bar of sorts, isn't it? A bodega. Bodega. Because Bodega. there's a Bodega in Chelsea that's quite nice. Oh, all right, Chelsea. Jesus, someone's a bit Bodega, harsh. But I don't know what. Oh, la, la, la. oh, it's a wine, wine chateau. Bodega. It's for wine. It's a pub for wine. It's a pub for wine. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse. <laughs> the warehouse. The warehouse. In Switzerland. Yes. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. I hurried past it since it freaks me out. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer. Oh, it is oh. Mexican. Oh, sorry. It's okay, so I've got it. It's. It can be a wine shop or wine cellar, Ooh. or a small grocery shop, especially in a Spanish-speaking neighbourhood. So it's it's a grocery store slash bar. We love it. I'd like to go to one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got some Doritos and a seltzer. That's an odd choice, isn't it? When you're in a wine cellar. Mm. Doritos and a seltzer. Also, what yeah. the fuck is a seltzer? <coughs> Are we saying like Alka-Seltzer? No, it's a, um, a seltzer. It's like a... Uh, I think in ha- initially it was like a sparkling water... But now it's turned into like a sparkling water drink, you know, like those um, things that I like. You mean the Spotify fridge ones? No, you like alcoholic. Are they? Yeah, well, they can be. Oh yes, the ones you know that make me feel the vile. One, yeah, the ones that I I can't remember what they're vile. Oh, that's really annoying. Yeah, like little alcoholic seltzers. Seltzer. I mean, if it's in a bodega, it's probably drinking something alcoholic. I find them very refreshing. <laughs> I find them very refreshing. <laughs> 
I find you very attractive. What's that Do you want to sleep song? with me? I remember being on the coach to Paris and when I was about 13 with the school playing that and the head teacher came over and was like, Hannah, I don't think it's appropriate that you sing that song out loud. <laughs> Classic. Of course that was you being like, everybody. Will you go to bed with me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck. And they're like, could you not? Um, okay. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a salsa that made my way back home. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull... Oh. From the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. Cats just ran into the window. Yeah, doof. Yeah. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors, about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. Oh, is this his house? No, he's... Oh. No, this is the factory that was empty. Do you remember? Oh, and he course, walks past it course, on the way to sorry, the bodega yeah. and then on the way back he hears the thunk. Sorry. I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens through one of the grates and snapped a photo. I almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and it was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously. Uh. When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. Is is there a photo there? There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather desk chair. Then I noticed something else in the upper right corner, something that looked like a face. Can you see it? Da, 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 da. I'm honest, I can't see. Right, I'm I coming can't. over. Upper right corner, do you see a face? Here. <gasps> fucking little bitch. Where? Yeah, I don't know. No, that's a fucking... Let me check, check it. I can only see the reflection. Upper right corner. Well, this is in the factory, isn't it? No, that's... Yeah! Not... <laughs> that's <a bad> <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, no, that's a reach as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so it's a reach. But anyway, oh my God, what? terrifying. Oh, terrifying. Ah! There's people walking past the window as we speak about window. Anyway, um, so you can't see that. Don't worry, guys. If you can't see what we're talking about, it's basically a very grainy, grey um, picture of a, like a very dusty office with a chair yeah. in it. Um, but he thinks he can see a face. But anyway, um, type in Dear David on Twitter... Uh, and you'll find this thread so you can have a look at the photos if you if you fancy seeing them yourself. Uh, the more I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here, I messed with the filters on my phone a bit. Tell me it doesn't look like him. He's done something, it doesn't. It looks like a door. The, far, the past few days have been fairly quiet. I mean, I'll, I'll do a part three for... because. Yeah, okay. This is quite a long thread. Uh, The past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple of hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. It still feels like this all might stop if I leave for a couple of weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been stressful and it means a lot. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple of weeks. The end for this part... I'm Two. I'm skeptical about this guy. I feel like he just wants to go viral on on Twitter. Yeah, on the on the old because ex. like everything can literally be explained away. 
I love it. I was like, Steph, I mean, it's I, I mean, it could be a fly. As though the fly is the reach. Well, yeah. And also, like, if he... And cats if he if he leaves if, if he leaves his apartment to go out ever then a yeah. fly could get in. A, a flies can get in anywhere. Yeah, I mean to be fair that but that, I think it's more that all these things have like pieced together. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, but then a lot of it is his tre- a lot of it has dreams. And of course, when you say it all together, it's also spooky. But yeah, yeah. because you've dreamt He's about freaking it. himself. But also, I kind of relate because I'm like, I would stop. Because um, like human yeah. beings create patterns where there are none, right? Yeah, you but see I Jesus would... in the toast. He's yeah. clearly going absolutely out of his mind. He lives alone, two yeah. cats. He's starting to be like, oh my God, and that, and that, and that. And it's like yeah. oh, all these coincidences. But I don't know what's about to happen in this. So tune in next oh. week and we'll do part three. I'm, I'm enjoying the story though. Me I'm too. enjoying the story a lot. Yeah. I just think so, he's bullshitting. Okay. Okay, great. And so when we have um, him as a guest, uh, we will delete that bit Yeah, we out. will never talk about that again. Like, hi, what was his name? David. Dear. Hi, David. So great of you to be No, here. dear David. David's the nuggy boy. Oh, right, okay. His, name, his name is Adam Ellis. Oh. Adam Ellis. Um, okay, now listen. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. Yeah. I was a bit fucked last night on um, cough syrup and Prosecco. Yeah. So... I don't know what these stories are that I've picked. Oh, I love that. I can't remember them. I obviously decided that I like the idea of them, but I don't know why. So Go for it. I'm here for okay. it. Okay. This one's called Jake. 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 I wonder whatever happened to my imaginary friend. His name was Jake. Coincidentally. Coincidentally. Coincidentally, my name is Jacob. <laughs> Leave me. Mm. That was a great story. Thank you. You got another one? I'm so pissed <laughs> on cough syrup. <laughs> Coincidentally, my name's Jacob. Leave me alone. I was a kid. Jake and I used to do a lot of things together. See, I only had sisters growing up and desperately wanted a brother to play with. In came Jake. We used to play with my toys together and used to play together before going to sleep. You see, Jake used to keep me calm and protect me from the red-eyed man in my closet. Oh my Jesus, no. And that went on for at least two or three years, even after the red-eyed man went away. I do remember a few times that he was mad at me. One time, being that he was choking me as I was trying to sleep. The red-eyed man or Jake? No, Jake. Oh. (laughs) Another time was whenever I was in the room alone, night or day, I would feel a heavy pressure in this feeling of malice, I guess you could say. Well, one day my older sister and I were reading an article at the dentist office about imaginary friends. The guy's imaginary friend tormented his family so much that they had to move until he finally got rid of it. And my sister happened to recall the night I woke choking. Or while I was sleeping, she could see Sweetman standing over me. Mm. Do you think this is... Obviously, imaginary friends torturing a family is the kid. Right? What do you mean? Like, if you if they're doing an article on imaginary friends torturing families, it's the child, because it's an imaginary friend. So is, it, is this saying that the, the imaginary friend is now choking all the family? No, it's saying that, like, it's, it's caused the family a lot of issues. The choking has just happened to the little boy. Oh, I see. So it's kind of, I think it's like the Jake, uh, Jacob, the child, yeah. could be making all this up because he's got an imaginary friend and kind of like causing everyone to be worried all the time. I think that's the kind of upheaval that they mean. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, this sounds like it might actually be a ghost. (coughs) Oh, you changed your tune after being like, "Mm, it's a fly. Well, that is a fly. 
Needless to say, that absolutely terrified me. And I decided right then and there that Jake was no more. After the checkup, at least. A lot. As soon as we got home, I went to the room and told Jake I didn't want to be friends anymore and he should go home. Mm-hmm. Don't remember much after that, honestly, but I do recall after Katrina. Hurricane Katrina, I assume that that means. After Katrina, the apartment we lived in, we lived in ended up getting flooded and during the last visit there... I remember that familiar sense of malice and pure anger coming from what used to be my bedroom. Jake was still there, and he was M-A-D, to say the least. Still haven't seen much of him since then, and I'm hoping it stays that way. Fast forward, I have a child. He's two, and sometimes he points in the air and starts talking to whatever's there. I'm not scared, given all my experiences, but I just hope that Jake... Or the red-eyed man don't make another appearance anytime soon. And I pray nothing worse finds its way to him or any of us. Oh, very good. I think there could be more on the red-eyed man. That's horrible. Just like, yeah, okay. just glowing red He eyes. reminds me of that man in the insidious... Can I ask a question yeah. about that story? Uh, was Was... The young kid saying that he was getting throttled by the friend or the red-eyed man. No, by the friend. Why would the friend? Why would his invisible friend do that? They turn weird, don't they? They're like, "Oh, I'll protect you from the red-eyed men in the closet," and then they're like, "I want to fucking murder you." Uh, and then he was just an imaginary friend, and then his sister said, "No, I saw somebody standing over you." Oh my god, that's horrible! Like just this. Ugh. Something um, short and sweet. Short and sweet. I've got a shorty, I think. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Shorty, like a melody in my head. Got me singing a. Oh, did you watch Traitors last night? No. For fuck's sake. No, but I, um, I think it's been. Tell me what you think. I won't tell you. I won't. I won't give anything away. Tell me what you think. Well, I think it's been ruined for me of who got murdered. Okay. Who do you think it was? Well, I. Don't don't give it away. Don't give it away. But I think I saw Zach sat on a chair, looking like, mm. and I'm like, I think, I think what I'm about to watch is Zach getting murdered overnight. Okay. But I don't know. He could have been. I don't know. Who do you think's got uh, voted out? Um, at the end yeah. of the maybe Jasmine. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. I, I'm going to basically well, watch oh, that well, and then the final oh, back to back. So I've got I've got a gig tonight in Chichester. And I'm not going on till nine thirty, and I've got to do half an hour. I'm off at t- I'm off stage at ten. It's going to be a three hour drive back home. Half hour gig. Half hour gig. That's but a it's lot. Like, it's a no- It's it's two. It's half. It's kind of like half a whip. So I can run through my normal set and try out some new bits and do a bit of. Oh, so it's not crowd like. Work. Uh, no, it's not like it's it's there for that. Who reason. are you splitting it with? I can't remember what the. It's it's weird because it is like a gig, oh. but like they've sold out. So it is like a gig. It's not like I've had to do any of that. No. So it is weird. What, it's, it's just, just two they're acts. Just, they're just providing me with an audience to go and dick around in front of for a no. bit. So I'm quite looking forward to it. But you don't know who you're on the bill with? No, I can't remember his name. Just you and one other person? Yeah. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But the, the MC's also doing like 20 minutes oh. at the top. It's also very... It's just... I think I don't know. I think it looks it's like not. it's going to be quite fun. But you need to put your phone off because you will get I, this so This is what I'm many. fucking worried about. I'm going to get... Because like... You have to really turn I everything know. off. Well, hopefully, I'll just do my gig. Get home. And then I'll leave. And then I'll play my, you my audio book on. Go to sleep, wake up in the morning and watch it with my mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But am I going to be able to not find out? You you just need to have turn all your notifications off of Instagram. I do. Well, yeah. And everything. Yeah. Because someone's going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Andrew, yeah. you've got it all. Whatever the fuck. I know, cunt. Yeah, because yeah, already on TikTok, I was like, oh, fuck. What that's... I will say about last night's episode is the uh, mission was fucking ridiculous. No. Wait yeah. till you watch it. It's really funny because it's really rubbish. Okay. Um, All right. Would you like another I love. Shoddy? I love the show. I love the traitors. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on it. I want to go on it now. It's so much Series fun. three, would you reckon? I mean, it's my show, but fine. Do yeah, you're like, else. could you not? I don't want actually... anyone to go on it. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Okay. Um, Are you ready on. for a show? Already? I'm so ready. This is called, I think I need a new security system. Oh. <laughs> My five pound Pomeranian killer impulse. Five pound as in weight or price? Imagine you got a pom for five quid. That's a fucking That's bargain. A deal, isn't it? bargain. Bargain. Bargain pooch. My um, five pound Pomeranian, killer impulse, Kiki for short, certainly isn't mauling any home invaders for me, but she's always been fantastic as an alarm system. I adopted her two years ago and I can confidently say that she's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I spoil her as best I can on my librarian salary, putting all of my spending money towards vets, toys and dog food. In exchange, she hunts bugs and rats that make their way into our dingy apartment. She provides me with endless entertainment and she acts as a free delivery notification system. Kiki's always been exceptionally wary of strangers. It's a trait that makes socialising her pretty much impossible, but most of the time I see it as a blessing. She always lets me know when someone's at our door, which makes me feel safer, even though our apartment building is in a pretty bad part of town. A few months ago, for example, a water pipe broke in between me and my neighbour's apartment, and the resulting leak ate a hole in the wall before the pipe was fixed. For a few days, I had to move my bookcase into the entryway to cover up the six-inch diameter hole through which I could see right into my neighbour's apartment and vice versa. At least the hole was near the floor and not at eye level, I guess. Maintenance took their sweet time responding to my request and when they finally decided to show up, unannounced by the way, I was taking a nap on my couch. Before the two men even had the chance to knock, Kiki started yapping her little Pomeranian heart out. <laughs> just like Rosie then. In doing so, she gave me time to get up quickly, make myself decent and put her in my bedroom before the maintenance workers let themselves inside. Last Tuesday, I came home after dark. The library was hosting their library card registration event, which always took place on the second Tuesday of the month, so I worked a longer day than usual. When I stepped into my apartment at around midnight, I almost tripped over a piece of wood in the entryway. You see, the maintenance fixed the wall, but all they did was nail a plank over the hole and it kept falling off no matter how many times I jammed it back into place. Grumbling to myself, I shoved the plank back into the wall and then took a seat on the floor, petting Killer and apologising to her for my tardiness. She had a little uh, doggy litter box to do her business in and plenty of food, but I still felt bad about leaving her alone. A doggy litter box? Mm. I'm not sure about that. Those turds are too big. Well, it's a Pomeranian, so it probably won't be. Oh, is that the tiny little one? Yeah, the little furry mm. fucker. Um, I promised her an extra walk the following day. I also tried to give her a treat as an apology, but she didn't seem interested. In fact, she rarely seemed interested in her treats anymore and rarely finished her meals. I brought this up at her recent checkup, but she hadn't lost any weight and seemed perfectly healthy, so I figured her metabolism was simply slowing as she got older. After taking off my shoes, I fixed myself some tea and sat on the couch to watch a little television. One of my favourite shows was on, so I made myself comfortable. 
Kiki joined me after a few minutes, hopping onto the couch and flopping dramatically onto the cushions. It was nice to be able to relax with my dog and a hot drink after a long day of work. I almost drifted off to sleep before I heard that stupid piece of wood clattering to the floor again. Rolling my eyes, I ignored the sound. I put it back in the morning. Half an hour passed and I decided to get up. Usually on card registration days, I ended up falling asleep in front of the TV, so I thought I'd be responsible for once and brush my teeth before getting too cosy on the couch. Not bothering to turn off the TV, since I planned on coming right back, I rose from my seat with a stretch and made my way towards the bathroom. Once I was within view of the entryway, though, something gave me pause. The wooden board was still where I'd pushed it into the wall. I looked at it for a moment, wondering what had made that clattering sound. It was a little odd, but I didn't give it much thought. The walls were thin in my building, and the sound could easily have come from something like a shampoo bottle falling in my neighbour's apartment. I walked into my bedroom to change into some sleepwear, smiling as I heard the little clicks of Kiki's paws against the floor as she followed me into the bedroom. As I traded my librarian outfit for a t-shirt and sweatpants, I got a strange feeling in my gut. Have you ever overdone it on your morning coffee and gotten anxious for no good reason? No. <laughs> oh, I fucking have. Really? Coffee sends me around the bend if I have too many. Does it? Yeah, I get a bit like... Oh, I just get... I get more tired. Oh, do you? Yeah, no. the more coffee I drink. I can have, like, one. Oh, no, I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack no. if I have more than... Like, yeah, anyway. Um, like something's triggering your fight or flight, even though there's nothing apparently wrong. That's how I felt. I surveyed the dimly lit room, looking and listening for anything amiss, but there seemed to be nothing out of place. I knelt down next to Killer Impulse, trusting her nose more than my own senses. To my relief, she seemed perfectly at ease. I gave her a few good scratches behind her ears and made my way back to the couch, Kiki still following me. I was fully awake at this point. Though Kiki seemed alright, the nervous sensation stayed with me, making it impossible to relax. I kept thinking that I heard something, but when I turned the volume on the TV down to listen, I heard nothing at all. Every time I thought I heard something, I looked at Kiki, who was sleeping soundly on the couch next to me. Certainly, if something strange was going on, Kiki would have alerted me by then, right? I mean, she barked when our neighbours across the hall and had people over, so surely if there was something going on in our own apartment, she would have noticed it, right? An uneasy hour passed. I was too on edge to fall asleep but I was also too tired to enjoy the show. I realised at almost 2am that I'd forgotten to brush my teeth after I changed. Ugh. Once again, I got up from the couch, my loyal companion also rising from her resting spot to stay by my side. I bent down to give her a kiss on the top of her fluffy head. But she was like, fuck off your breath, Steve. <laughs> yeah, and then we walked together towards the bathroom. Kiki got there a little bit before me, stopping by the closed door and oddly beginning to wag. As I watched her tail swish back and forth, I realised that it wasn't just any wag either. It was the motion she made before getting a treat. Why was she making that motion in front of my empty bathroom? Kiki's always been exceptionally wary of strangers. She would never allow someone she didn't know to enter our apartment without letting me know. But what about someone she did know? What about someone who had somehow been giving her treats every time they saw her. Oh, I hate that idea. Getting her used to their scent. Uh. To their presence. I stared at the bathroom door, my heart feeling as though it was about to beat right out of my chest. I had to get out of that apartment. Damn, I said dramatically, faking an exasperated tone as best I could. 
Left my wallet in the car again. I'll be right back, Kiki. I backed away from the door, keeping it in my sights until I'd made it out of the bedroom. Kiki followed me out, and once I had made it to my apartment entryway, I grabbed my phone off the kitchen counter, scooped Kiki into my arms, and ran down the stairs to the lobby. Where are his keys? Once I was there, I called the police to report a suspected intruder in my apartment. They found a man in my bathroom. Oh! He'd been standing in my tub with the shower curtain pulled closed to obscure him. Oh, that is the worst! Although I had suspected a maintenance man or someone else who worked in my building, I was surprised to see my reclusive neighbour being escorted to the cop car in handcuffs. As I watched him shamble his way towards the car, I noticed that his right hand was covered in scars. I assume he had been knocking loose the wooden plank between our apartments and reaching through to pet and feed Kiki. Oh, that is horrible. From the looks of it, she'd been happy to bite his flesh to ribbons at first, but he must have earned her trust over time. He must have been plotting the break-in for at least a few months, slowly wearing down my trusted security system to ensure that she wouldn't alert me to his presence. I also suspect that he was paying careful attention to my routine. He had planned his break-in for a night when I always came home tired, and he had likely chosen his hiding spot because he had never heard me shower on the second Tuesday of the month. My neighbour wasn't the only thing (coughs) the police found in my shower. He brought with him a duffel bag filled with chloroform-soaked rag, duct tape, rope, and the thing that haunts me the most... A saw. Kiki and I have been staying with my parents for a few days while I get my nerves back under control. I don't blame her at all for what happened. She's still the best girl in the entire world in my eyes, but I don't think I can rely on her to be my personal alarm anymore. I'm thinking about moving to a better part of the city. It might cost me an arm and a leg, but I think Kiki and I both deserve a place we can feel safe at night. Maybe somewhere with a built-in security system. I would never live alone again. There is no fucking way. Honestly, (coughs) the idea that as she was looking into the dark bathroom, there's someone stood just just waiting with a fucking saw. That is fucking minging. Oh, it's that got psycho minging. vibes. It's like I'm worried about home this. invasion. There's someone, literally, imagine. <gasps> no, that looks like someone's post Someone could be in that. I think pat it down, mate. Pat it down. Kick it. Let's just burn the place. Um, <laughs> burn it down. Okay, so. Um, that was great. I know. Oh, really put the willies up me. I know, Will. Shout to me, by the Ruffle. Ruffle, Lameo, okay. Lollicopter. Do you want one more little story? A Leslie, and then we'll do Creepy, Creepy of the, the Week. Again, I can't remember what the fuck I found last night, so here we go. My spouse is employed at a residential care home and over the past month or so they have encountered difficulties with the apparition of a woman who passed away on the premises approximately five years ago. This lady was known for her perpetual unhappiness and her disdain for anyone employed at the facility. The only solace she seemed to find was in her medication. Following her demise there was no indications of a ghostly presence until the centre underwent expansion. Why I made that sound weird. Okay. Every night, the employees face a recurring problem in the workplace. Almost all of them have encountered a peculiar presence in the medication room. According to their descriptions, this entity is incredibly small, standing at around five feet tall. 
Despite its size, it possesses a solid and sturdy appearance, which I think sounds quite rude. Mm. Devoid of any distinguishable hands or facial features. Hands! The most baffling aspect is that it has been witnessed walking through a door made of solid oak, defying the laws of physics. Mm. On certain nights, the entity seems to traverse between the new section of the building and the original structure. This repetitive behaviour has caused concern amongst the staff. However, recent events have taken a sinister turn. The entity has become increasingly violent. Initially, the encounters were relatively mild, consisting of pinching and pushing, and yet these occurrences have escalated to a more serious level. A particularly disturbing incident took place on Wednesday, January 17, 1996. One of the female night workers found herself targeted by this malevolent force. Without warning, a massive fire extinguisher was hurled at her, endangering her safety. They are fucking huge as well. She yeah. was definitely going to die. Jesus. To make matters worse, she was then trapped inside an elevator that repeatedly ascended and descended between floors for several agonising minutes. Christ. I think that is how I'd... That would be my worst time to go. I would hate that. You know, if you just felt the, the lift plummeting oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The worst 30 milliseconds of your life. Yeah, horrible. It is clear that their supernatural presence within the workplace poses a significant threat to the employee's well-being. The fear and unease experienced by the staff are just... Uh, the fear and unease experienced by the staff are entirely justified, considering the escalating violence displayed by the entity. The management must take immediate action to ensure the safety and security of their works in such a hostile environment. One Thursday, a female employee reported an unusual occurrence at the facility. She witnessed a large commercial refrigerator just rocking back and forth as if somebody was attempting to overturn it onto her. <laughs> the owner of the facility has also observed this phenomenon and intends to seek the assistance of a sidekick to communicate with whatever may be causing this disturbance. The purpose of this interaction will be to encourage the entity to let go and move on. You gotta leave. I think we'll end up having an update from that day because it is quite recent and it's true it's happening right now but didn't you say one of the um, witnesses was like from 1996 yeah but it's, it's happening now where they're like okay so this is ramping up oh I see again and we need so to the anger sort of abated for a while for like 25 years well, and now it's like actually, I don't I'm know if I just off. think health and safety is just a bit more you know what I mean like everyone's just scared safety. about getting sued yeah health and safety gone mad so they're like oh we'll, we'll get a fucking we'll get a, we'll get a psychic in then yeah and crack on maybe we'll get Tracy from the traitors Oh, Although, yes. Bit shit, really. What? Well, she didn't know anything, did she? Okay, we can't slag people off. <laughs> no, I'm not slagging them off. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. She didn't know I'm anything. I'm saying. Um, should I do a creepy view of the wiki? Yes, please. Okay. Let's have a quick looky. Yes, please. Creep of the week. Creep of the week. Creep of the Creep of the week, creep of the week, creep of the week. This one is from Gemma. She did that really quickly, so I didn't get the trademark. Yeah, don't. Um, this is called Evil Floating Ben. Oh, God. Um, I feel like I've read this out, and I'm so sorry if this is a repeated creep of the week, but I don't. I, basically, I feel like I'm losing my mind, and I don't know anymore. So if it is, we'll give you we're a super separate soz. one. Yeah, but, um, but Gemma, we want to read you a bloody story out, so here we go. Yeah. 
So this is what Gemma says. Here goes. I lived with two friends at the time and we'd had enough of our landlord being generally crap. We decided to go look at a new house we could share. We found the perfect, we found it. We found the perfect place about five minutes away and we were absolutely ecstatic at the thought of moving in. As we stood in a sort of semicircle in our freezing cold hallway discussing our next moves, screaming about escaping this hellhole and occasionally jumping up and down together holding hands, yes, they're gay, I happened to look to my right at a mirror on the wall. Now I'm pretty damn vain, but on this one occasion, I wouldn't have been able to see myself in the mirror as it was right next to me. I could see all of one friend and a sliver of the other. Oh, fuck. This was a glance. I looked straight back at my friend and he instantly stopped talking. His face dropped and he asked me what I'd seen. Obviously shocked by his question, I said, how did you know? And he pointed over his left shoulder and said, because I can feel it. It was at this moment that I backed away into our shitty living room and slammed the door. When I eventually let them both in, <laughs> that is quite a, a reaction. shitty living room. <laughs> I was contemplating calling priests. For an atheist, that's pretty dramatic. Ben, the friend that said, because I can feel it, told me that all his life, people close to him have seen a face appear when emotions are high. He described the face to me as I just got paler and paler. His description was exact, very, very similar to his own face, only with sharper features, paler and with darker hair, almost like an evil Ben, just hovering over Ben's left shoulder like a floating head. I still felt as though I was somehow being conned, even though Stephen, our other flatmate and Ben's ex, told me of an occasion he had seen it too. I knew Ben's sister from school pretty well, so called her to verify. Both her and Ben's mum described the same face to me and told me of their experiences. The mum's being as long ago as when Ben was in his cot. He saw a psychic at some point in his life who told him that an entity had attached itself to Ben at a young age when he almost died in surgery. He had a serious illness as a child. Still, to this day, they all stick to their story and so do I, giving it my best Ben impression, pointing over my shoulder and saying, because I can feel all done i'm actually going to poo my pants if this gets on the podcast i totally wrote it for Susie's voice dramatic ah, pauses and all there we go. with plenty of room for hannah to hilariously interrupt my favorite part of the podcast by the way love to you all could you let me know if it does go on the pod well Gemma, it's going on the pod it's, it's on, on the pod, pod. Like, you know it's on, on the pod it's on the fucking pod i, I might don't think i gave Gemma much reaction then no but you are high as a so kite sorry. on cough syrup <sighs> <laughs> that's just Gross. Thank you, Gemma, you gorgeous goddess. Um, thank you, Gemma Han. That was fucking great. I'm so sorry I didn't give you any reactions. I'm high as fuck. Okay, so high as fuck. our last little segment is We, we Get, get haunted, haunted. So, so you, you don't, don't have, have to. Because we've got to go and see our billboard. Now, this is the Oxford Chinese Mini Dictionary, all right? Fuck's no, sake. don't go. This don't get like that. China's Susie. the future. All right. This is classic we need Susie. to get on board with China. It's like being on fucking countdown. No. We're supposed to be trying to contact the dead. Listen, Chinese is huge these days. Okay. Now, um, this is a dictionary, and I've heard. Okay. There is a little witchy game that you can play, and anyone right. can do this. Okay. If you've if you've got a fucking dictionary mm. at home, mm. what you need to do is. Empty your mind, start flicking through it like this. Right. And at random, when you feel it's right, stop. Okay. Put your finger somewhere. Yeah. Like I've just done. <gasps> now that um, actually is Chinese, so I don't know what that means. But it will be... Did you not see that coming? <laughs> no. 
Don't have to be a psychic um, to fucking see that going. No, image, do you know it? what? Do you know what's weird? It says Tian, and that means sky or heaven. How's that? And weird? that's my magic word. Well, actually, we are looking for people who are in heaven. Yeah, hell, really, that's what I mean. Perfect. It says sky, heaven, God. I think that's quite weird. So, so there is a translation. So, well, also, there's an English bit at the back and the Chinese bit at the front, right. so it goes both ways. So maybe go towards the English it's bit. It's a bisexual dictionary. Yeah, it's bi. So um, okay. I've got sky, heaven, God, and that's my magic word for the year, and right. you have to... Or that will be a word that stays with you, all right? So oh, ha- what? Catch. In, how's this? Well done. Do it. Get your magic word, and then we will see you next week. Go on. Oh my god, this is so mental! Oh my god, what's it gonna be? Her, you have to coal, coal, as in C O A L. Yeah, that's not good, is it? No, <gasps> I don't want that. No, no, you have no, to. I don't want oh my that. god, sky, no, I don't fucking want heaven, that. god, and then no, I don't coal. fucking want it. That's classic. That's no. so. That's so normal. No, I you. don't want that. Coal. Cool. No. Um, thank you so much no, for joining I want one us. More, one more go. Shush, shush, shush. Thank you. Um, this has been episode Cole. 64. Hannah's word is coal. No. It's and not mine Cole. is um, sky. No, it's not coal. <laughs> thank you so Nengly. much. Nengly. Okay. Nengly. Thank you guys. We'll Capability, see you next week. potential ability. Nengly. Okay. Negligee. Nengly. Good. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank Nengly. you. Bye. Oh, Nengly. Stunning. Bye. Bye. Bye.